Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash entitled parents. Our first post of this episode comes from Schmeet94 and it's titled M wants everything for free, even things not being offered. Dot. My mother's cousin is the same age as her and has a son who is my same age, I'm late 20s now. Thus, even though she's my cousin, I always thought of her as an aunt and the son as my cousin. Anyway, she has always been shameless about asking for handouts or for people to give her things. Even if the thing being requested is not up for grabs, basically she'd ask you for your sofa even though you aren't sofa shopping or made any mention of replacing it. She regularly asked for my stuff to give her son, saying I was done using him, I wasn't. My mom always said no. The worst thing she did was when the last surviving dog from my childhood died a few years back. We always had four to five dogs at a time growing up, and my parents had these expensive farm-grade singular kennel panels. They are basically six-foot-tall, five-foot-wide panels of solid-welded metal that you can attach together with these heavy-duty couplers to make any shape you want. They are rated for outdoor use and can have dogs, pigs, whatever inside them. When the dog had died, it was hard on all of us. My parents felt lost in what to do. Even my wife had grown attached to the dog, he died at 17. My aunt called my mom, did not even offer the simplest apology, but just blatantly said, so what about those farm panels? I need them. My mom was so shocked by her utter lack of sympathy. My mom called me and straight up said, please take these panels so I don't have to give them to her. I agreed, as I myself have five dogs now. The aunt got angry at her saying she needed them. My mom told her she doesn't care, that doesn't entitle her to someone else's stuff. We lied saying my mom had already promised them to me before she ever asked for them. For a happy ending, my parents did end up rescuing two small dogs so I gave them back a few panels and the aunt knows nothing about it. There were so many panels that I still have some left over in my basement even after housing my five dogs and the two small dogs. The next post from Sinky Doodles is titled Give Me Your Son's PS4 Controller. Let's set the scene, Anna and her three kids Adam, 18, Arlene, 10, and Alex, 9. There's also me and my son Joe, 11. I'd been friends with Anna since the dawn of time but oh boy, as time went on it became clear we had very very different parenting styles. All of our kids are on the spectrum FYI. One Saturday night she called me and said I'm coming round to get Joe's PS4 controller, Joe was at his grandparents' house. Why? Because 18-year-old Adam had lost at a video game and threw his controller against the wall, shattering it. He then went into the two little ones' room and took one of their controllers, and now Arlene and Alex were fighting over the one they had left. Let me reiterate, an adult child broke his own controller and stole one off his littler siblings, who are now fighting despite having a controller still. But they didn't want to take turns. I said no, that's Joe's PlayStation not mine to give out. And between three kids you still have two controllers. But you want my only child to not have any controllers. The answer was yes and it descended into a screaming match when I said no again and asked why her kids can't share, or that Adam should be made to get a job to cover the cost. Apparently I was bang out of line and horrible for making her babies share when I had a spare controller sitting unused. It. Wasn't. Spare. It's Joe's only controller and apparently saying so made me a heartless bitch with no sympathy for someone raising three autistic kids. FYI, I'm a working single mother with no parents raising my own wonderful boy who has autism. So no, I didn't give the controller. And weeks later, when my fiancé dumped me, Anna phoned and asked for a loan of money. 
I said no and she replied, why not, it's not like you have a wedding to save up for anymore so don't you have spare money. End of friendship. The next post from Just Your Local Proto is titled Woman says we are harassing her dogs because we go near the fence to get our ball. So just for some context me my two brothers sister and my friend were playing four square and the ball rolled near EP's fence so the dogs barked when we got close to get it and then EP came out and the convo went like this EP. Hey can you stop harassing my dogs? Me. We weren't doing anything we were just getting our ball EP. No I saw you. You were harassing them and barking at him that's why they are barking at you. If you don't stop him gonna tell your parents then she just goes to tend to her garden and not five minutes later she came back while we were ranting and said this EP. Why no I see you on a daily basis going by and barking at my dogs and harassing them then she goes back inside and presumably tells her husband who comes out, takes a look at us, and goes back in, embedding he didnt believe her crap also if redditor reads this I will be very happy. The next post from Babs Bunny is titled Mill wants a real celebration. Dot. This isn't a story about my mother-in-law, but the mill of the woman I am a mother's helper for, Alexa, all fake names. Alexa has a two-year-old son and a set of seven-month-old twin girls. Her and her husband, Rich, own their own company, but he is solely running it as she is a stay-at-home mom to the three kids. He is gone a fair majority of the day, so she often has to fend for herself and care for the children on her own. So last Monday, Alexa is woken up at 6.30 in the morning by a call from her mill. We live in NJ, and her Mill and Phil live in Texas. Mill announces that they are coming up for four days to spend time with their grandkids. Alexa gets annoyed they're calling this early because she actually had a chance to sleep in a little, and she asks why they couldn't call and tell her a little later. They then drop the bomb that they booked their flight for 2pm later that day. They booked a flight from TX to NJ, for four days, without asking Alexa or her husband. And that wouldn't be insanely entitled in itself, but Mill and Phil stay at Alexa's house. She is expected to be a host to them, and is essentially forced to take care of two extra people. Phil roughhouses with the two-year-old which gets him worked up and more difficult to control, and both Mill and Phil are too elderly to be trusted alone with the babies. She has to cook meals for them, and I witnessed first-hand Mill interrupt the daughter's feedings to be brought a glass of iced tea. Mill also had a birthday on the Thursday they were there. Phil forgot, and remembered the day before, on Wednesday. Phil asked Alexa to throw together something small, to celebrate MIL's 75th birthday. Now, I don't know what kind of party was expected, but Alexa doesn't have the leniency to run to the nearest party store with a one-day notice. Any parent would know dragging three young kids to any store is absolute hell. So Alexa has Rich pick up an ice cream cake and two balloons on his way home from work on Thursday, great. Nope. Rich walks in and says happy birthday and hugs his mom, he gives her the balloons, flowers, and card he got her. Mill said in abrupt, thank you, and went upstairs. She comes back down 45 minutes later, dressed up with makeup done. She announces that, Rebecca, Rich's sister, will be taking her and Phil out to dinner for a real birthday celebration. They literally just walk out of the front door and to the car waiting in the driveway. Rich was a little upset but my guess is that he is sadly used to how his mother is. Alexa ignored him the rest of the night until they left the next morning. I'm honestly blown away the entitlement of the whole visit, to impose yourself on a stay-at-home mom and expect yourself to be waited on is dumbfounding. Let alone, expect her to host an impromptu birthday party or drag two infants and a toddler out to a late dinner. I just can't believe the extreme entitlement and lack of common courtesy. That's really the end of this story, I have only been working for Alexa for a month, but I've heard a few horror stories of Mill 
and it seems they'll continue as she's a real piece of work. The next post from PeachMG is titled, Please don't speak like that. Not my story it is a guy the first met story so I'm at a high school away soccer game. I'm on the JV team. We lost so sad clown face. Anyways this guy comes up to us and starts talking to us during half time. He is the ball catcher. If the ball goes far we need someone to give us a ball and they'll go get the other one and hold it until we need it. So he talks to us, we laugh, I ask him about my socks and sandals if he likes them because my friends were making fun of it. So fast forward he tells us this lady got down from the bleachers and was like him, telling a cheerleader to move because he was running to give one of the varsity girls a ball cheerleader, gets hit and almost falls because he was running fast as fuck and that timer isn't going to stop just cause they need to get the ball and he is rushing to get it him, curses as he trips a bit then goes to apologize to the cheerleader and tell her she was in his way, yes he did call out many times for her to move, lady comes down from the bleachers leaving her child unattended please do not speak like that my little son is around so I do not want to hear you saying that language him. Sorry but I wasn't talking to you I was talking to someone else link do not use that language he told us that it was a back and forth and the lady was not letting it go while her child was unattended. We are at a soccer game you're going to be hearing curse words. Anyways that's all. The next post from Dark Sunshine Queen is titled my grandmother acts as if nobody does anything for her. My 23F grandmother, 76, has had her family do things for her entire life. She was the youngest of her siblings and when she got married to my grandfather, he continued to cater to her every need. She has never had to do her own grocery shopping, never picked up her own medication, and this continued for her even once my grandfather passed away a few years ago. My grandmother lives with her son, 58, and his family in a semi-attached house so she can have her own space. He pays her utility bills and for her chronic medication, as well as drives her to wherever she wants to go on the day. Her daughter, my mother, 51, pays money into her bank account every month for food and treat yourself money. My issue is that my grandmother is never appreciative of them at all. She only really likes about two people in my entire family, that being her eldest, 59F, and her son's daughter, 34. She kind of ignores the rest of us until she wants something i.e. buy her a new fridge or the like. My aunt, my grandmother's golden child, isn't able to financially contribute to my grandmother as she and her family are constantly in debt due to her son's drug and alcohol addictions, a story for another time about him. But my grandmother talks about her as if she does everything. My grandmother talks to her every day and I understand that she is worried about her, but it hurts that she never really wants to speak to my mother or me. She might remember we exist and call us like once a month or have stilted and awkward conversations when we go to visit her. So enough background, this is the incident that pissed me off recently. My mother called to check on her and she launches into a tirade about how she needed to ask my aunt to buy and send her medication and groceries, they live about 40 kilometers apart and my aunt does not have a car, because my uncle is taking too long to get her what she needs. What she needs. Brand name groceries, it has to be exactly what she asks for, never a generic that's on promotion, she wants what she wants. Also, this is not her chronic medication, these are vitamins and painkillers that the doctor told her to stop taking as she's damaging her kidneys but she refuses to listen. She actually switched doctors because of this. She complained to my mother that my uncle never tells her when he goes to the shops, she only finds out when he comes back home. My uncle says that my grandmother is always told and she always has a list of things for him to buy. I believe my uncle is I have seen her do this all the time. 
I'm just tired of having to deal with the unappreciation, she never acknowledges when we trip over ourselves to get her things done before we deal with our own lives. Extended family that my grandmother talks to think that my aunt does everything and my mother and uncle are indifferent or don't care at all, as in they have actually called to scold my mother and uncle for not taking care of her. I can't even say anything because, family. I'm tired of seeing my mother look so dejected after speaking to her own family. Today's last post from Review Alive is titled Karen gets mad at friends for using something they paid for. So I live in America and we have something called a fair where there are rides and overpriced food. I don't know if other countries have something similar. So let's now meet the characters me my mom my dad friend one friend two friend three friend one's mom Karen so I was at the fair when I was walking around and I saw friend one, two, and three randomly. I said hi and went on a few rides with them. All of my friends had bands to where they could skip the line but I did not. This is important later on. The first time we were going on the ride they skipped the line and I waited in line while they were on. I was about halfway through the line when my friends came in the line with me. Karen said to my friends how they needed to go to the end of the line because it was unfair to the other riders and the line existed for a reason. Karen then went on to say that I could stay but my friends had to go to the end of the line. Friend one's mom comes over to confront Karen this is how the conversation went friend one's mom. Hey, what's going on? Karen, they cut in line and it's unfair to the other riders. Friend one's mom, they are ride buddies. Karen, well they should still go to the end of the line. Friend one's mom walks back to continue to talk to my mom and dad. Note, my parents were talking to friend one's mom most of this story. My friends are frustrated with this lady so they go to the line where they have to wait less time. Karen says to friend two that he made a bad choice. Karen says to me, my children can be your ride buddies, they would be great ride buddies. Note, I did not even know Karen or her children, I ended up getting on the ride with my friends. It felt great edit. I was not mad she said for them to go to the back of the line. I was mad she acted different around children. When friend one's mom came over she was so much nicer. After friend one's mom was gone she was so much nicer. When she was telling people it was wrong to go to the fast pass line I was mad at her because someone spent money on the band for him to skip the line. She was a lot more rude before friend one's mom came in. 